Hello, this is a prepaid collect call from Dante. An inmate at the Jackson Correctional Institution. All calls, other than properly placed attorney calls, may be monitored and recorded. To accept charges, press 1. To refuse charges, press 2. If you would like to permanently block your number from receiving calls from this facility, press 6. For balance and rate quotes, press 7. Thank you for using CenturyLink. You may start the conversation now. Welcome to the Incarcerate U.S. Podcast. I am your host, Dante Cottingham, and this morning I'm speaking to Mr. Wanda Vandross. She is the founder and CEO of a nonprofit organization called Another Chance to Bridge the Gap LLC. Good morning, Ms. Vandross. Good morning. How are you? I'm good. Thank you for asking. I'd like to thank you for taking the time to have this discussion with me this morning. No problem at all. It's a pleasure. I, I, have, uh, I have a couple questions I'd like to ask you to get your perspective on uh, some of the components of mass incarceration in America, but before we get to those, let's, let's talk a little bit about your nonprofit organization. What inspired you to, to find another chance to bridge the gap in, and what is your mission? Well, that is definitely not really simple, but definitely easy for people to understand. Um, I have been in the field of working and helping people for a very long time, well over 20 years, probably almost 25, and um I started another chance because it was a combination of doing different things that I love, which is helping people on many levels. You know, a lot of times when we work a job, we kind of tie to things we can't do. We have to wait for certain paperwork and certain approvals and certain funding, and we know that the need is out there and the need is very great. So about probably about 10 years ago, I started working, doing some community stuff back in my hometown to where I was from, and I started working with different people who had the same love and passion of helping the youth, getting the community back together and organized and things like that. So after doing that um, on our own dime for about two years, I ended up forming another chance. And our mission and goal is to help bridge the gap where there are gaps. Another chance to bridge the gap is we work with inmates as well as families as well as youth. And we want to be able to be a part of the solution and not the problem. Our world is to help, our goal is to help two worlds become one. Meaning when we work with inmates and families, we want to be able to bridge that gap as well. We also want to work on bridging gaps in society. So that's what our mission is. Our vision is STARS. And STARS is to strengthen the family, teaching the people to be righteous, advancing the mind, reaching the laws, and serving the communities. And that's a little how would you describe the importance of, of bridging the gap between prisoners and the community? Oh, my goodness. The, the importance is extremely important. It's extremely important because what people in the community doesn't realize is people in prison matter just as well, and even if it's not your loved one. The thing that people have to really think about is anyone can be one step from prison. You know, you can literally go out and get in the car and hit kill somebody by accident and end up going to prison. You can find out that someone did something to violate someone in your family and you can take matters into your own hands because you're not thinking and can end up in prison. Everyone in prison is different. 
it's extremely important to bridge that gap because people in prison feel like they're lost, they're left behind, you know, out of sight, out of mind. And giving them those model relationships with people in the community can help them to become better even while they're in prison. And people in prison will come home one day at the same time. So knowing that someone loves you and cares about you, that means everything. There's a saying that someone said is, um, all a person needs is a hand to hold and a heart to understand. And that's so true. And that could change somebody's life. There are people in prison right now because they had nobody. They grew up on the wrong side of the track. Everyone needs someone. And when we show people genuine love, considering terms, it would change everything. Absolutely. I, and, and I can, I can obviously attest to that. When you, when you, when you, when you, when you got that, that connection, you got that, that support group, it changes your, yourself, not only does it change your self-perception, but it, 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 it kind of um, transforms your own standard of yourself, your own um, absolutely how you, how you see yourself, how, what you do, how you do it. It changes everything. So um, I definitely, I definitely feel where you're coming from, and that mission is powerful. And um, I appreciate, I appreciate the fact that you see the importance in it, and that you're pursuing this realization. That's what's up. Um, so are, are you? Are you? Uh, are, is, does your organization focus primarily in Florida? No, absolutely not. Everything we do is nationwide. We have staff that work in different countries as well. We're working to bridge international gaps. We want to first focus on nationwide. With as long as we've been around, what we do is work on teaching and reaching people each place that we can. For example, we started in Georgia um, back almost eight years ago. Then we spilled over to South Carolina, which is where I'm from. I recently relocated to Florida, so we're aggressively building in that area. However, we work with inmates federal and state across the nation, and it's literally across across the nation as well, as far as the U.S., and we're working to build a family. We're gearing up now to do community events in different cities because the issue in Florida is the same issues in Georgia and the same issues in D.C., et cetera, et cetera, and we want to be able to network with other organizations that work with MA families because of everything. We need to be out into the community, out into people's face, and make sure that people really understand everything that's going on, because yeah, that's that's re- really really critical. No doubt. And uh, so I I definitely uh, I respect your mission. I respect your vision. So and I'd like to ask this question. I think it's a very important question. Um, what, what do you believe? What do you believe you need to be successful in realizing your mission and, and making your vision a reality? What, what what do you need? How, how would you describe what you need? Oh my gosh. Um, Positive association. What people have to realize is when you have positive associations, you're the average of the five people that you are around. When you are around thinkers and visionaries and leaders, you have no choice but to be able to do that as well. You know, what people have to realize is associations are so powerful. If someone is not stroking your vision, they're choking your dream. And unfortunately, a lot of people hang around the wrong people. They hang around yeah. people that's negative. They hang around people that can't help them get to where they want to be in life. They hang around people that don't push them to the next level. Your associations is life. They are death to you. If you talk to anyone that's in prison, incarcerated, and depending on what they did, I promise you they did not have someone that was leading them in the right direction. People will follow people, whether it's good places or bad places. So associations are everything. 
I agree with you 100%. Hey, hey, you, you very easily could have uh, been articulating the conversation I had days ago. What you're saying is, uh, is completely and utterly on point. It's a beautiful thing to see that you get you that you get there, that you understand that, and that you uh, and that's a part of who you are. Hey, you're right. You're right. Uh, some of your friends, and I tell you your future. Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. Okay. Uh, so, so for our listeners, for our listeners who may uh, who may be interested in working with you, or uh, how, how can you be reached? We can be reached so many ways. But first and foremost. What we do is 25 eight. It was 25 hours a day, eight days a week. I've been doing this my whole life, professionally for over 20 years, but since the third grade in reference to helping people. And we're not an organization that's just nine five. This is a mission and movement to change the world on so many different levels. So you can reach us through our website at A is an Apple, C is a Charlie, number two, B is in boys, C is in Tom, C is in girl dot com. That's A C the number two B T dot com. That's one way. You can also contact me with email at A C the number two B T G at Yahoo dot com. Or you can simply call or text us at area code eight four three eight seven nine eight three six one. Those are three great ways to be able to reach us. Okay. Well, uh, and I, I've definitely, I've definitely put some links as well along with this podcast to make sure everybody who, who's interested in uh, or who, in a, who agrees with your mission and your agenda can reach you and talk to you. Because, like you said, associations is everything. I agree with that one. Absolutely, absolutely. So, so Dave, let me um, let me ask you. I, I want to ask you a couple of questions about uh, about mass incarceration. How, how, how would you describe? How would you describe uh, mass? Personally, how, how would you describe the uh, mass incarceration impact? On you, how has mass incarceration affected you? Ma- mass incarceration just makes me sick. Um, it makes me sick on a whole <laughs> lot of levels. And, um, and, and no, I've never heard it said um, like that. Excuse me, I don't mean to interrupt you. Go ahead. It, 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 and I'll explain why. You know, and it's, it's, it's definitely when I think about when people understand history, when people understand Jim Crow, when people understand slavery, right, right. understand brainwashing. Mass incarceration makes me sick, and it makes me sick because I used to be a social worker for a very long time, and I understand about working with people. I understand yeah. right now so many men in prison that are 25, 26 years old that when they were yeah. 5 and 6 years old, they were being neglected. They were being abused. They were looking at mom and dad who were drug dealers and heroin addicts, and when they right. had children, they fell through the system. They doing they started following a situation that was bad. They started getting on the streets, breaking in houses, yeah. selling drugs. And today they're in prison with life sentences and long bids. It makes okay. me sick because the people that are in prison today, a lot of these are children that we failed, that we failed as a community. You understand what I'm saying? When you talk okay. about over 2.2 million people in prison, I mean, it's absolutely ridiculous. When you talk about over 7 million under correctional control, which means on probation, parole, or in prison, it is absolutely ridiculous. When you talk about more people in prison than in college, and the numbers are continuing to grow every day, there's no rehabilitation. And when you talk about companies and organizations that have started to just benefit financially off of these same people, these same slaves, I don't say slaves meaning just black people, I'm talking about slaves meaning people in general, 
So it makes okay. me sick. It makes me sick because us in this society, we've come too far. We know too yeah. much. We have too many resources. I work with so many people in prison right now that have brilliant minds. They're writing books. They're coming up with concepts. They're giving time back on their own. They're so brilliant. All they mm-hmm. need was a chance. And no one gave them a chance. And so mm-hmm. now they're fighting for their life. They're fighting for their freedom. Families have been torn apart and broken. It literally makes me sick because we're not doing things to help with the solution. Not as a whole. All we're doing is continue to lock people up. That's just like a child. If a child does something wrong, you can't just keep beating them and beating them and beating them and beating them. Sometimes you've got to talk to them. Sometimes you've got to show them another way. And that's where we continue to fail. Yeah, so it literally makes me sick. We have a, for, for, for whatever reason, and, and there's a lot of reasons, obviously, but for whatever reason, we have a tendency to criminalize everything. I, our 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 our, uh, our history and our our intent is is to is to use the criminal justice system to solve to solve all of our social problems and it doesn't work. Obviously, it doesn't work and it's not going to work. Um, so I agree and I've never heard it put that way. It's so raw. It's so honest. It's so real. And I agree with you on on this. It makes me sick too. There ain't no question about it. Um, so no doubt, I'm, we're on the same page one thousand percent. So alright, so. I, how do you, how do you, what do you believe, what do you believe about the first steps towards um, prison reform in America? What, 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 what do you think we need to do? There are so many different things we need to do. And first and foremost, I believe in looking in the mirror at SELF. The thing yeah, yeah, that also yeah. gets on my nerves with a lot of people, everybody's waiting for someone else to do it. Everybody's waiting for it to come from the White House. Everybody's waiting for it to come from the political yeah. arena and things of that sort. It's with us. It starts with SELF. I'm not waiting for anyone else to do anything. When I started this company, I started this thing. I started working and trying to find people that were that were like-minded. If we're always waiting on someone else, nothing will ever get done. People are not going to work how you would work if you're passionate about something. So the first thing is start with self. Look in the mirror and do it. I was on Facebook one time, probably about five years ago, and this guy was talking about, oh, man, there's no real leaders anymore, like Matthew Max and like Dark King and things like that. And I asked myself, well, what about you? And he said, oh, well, well, no, not me, and I'm not really smart enough. Nah, what about you? When you sit and complain about what there's not, then what can you do about it? If you don't want to be a part of the solution, shut up, period. So the first thing we need to do is look at self. The next thing is unify. Unify with like-minded people. We need to unify. We, We are stronger together, literally. And as we unify work on ourselves and stronger together, then we can do more. We can raise money. We can go talk to people that can do changes as far as government and, and other things. We can work with inmates and families and teach and reach. There's so much we can do. I hey, work with people right now. Other properly placed attorney calls may be monitored and recorded. Please continue. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I work with so many people in prison, for example. Some of them say, well, Toronto, when I get home, I'm going to do this. No, it's not when you get home. It's what can you do today? So we can, we can, we are the change. 
there's so much there we can do right now. I work with so many guys in Carson that put out books, that started businesses, that they work with their families on. They bring right. life back into that. That's what we can do. We're going to have to build up so where we can get to the, to the meetings with Congress and other political figures. And things. But guess what? We're not waiting on that because we are the change. We can create. We have social media. Social media has billions of people online. We can use those platforms. I believe that if we can do anything, if we can stick together and work together and not have our personal agenda, if, if that makes sense. Like, for example, okay. when I started my organization, I started going around some churches saying, hey, I want to work on bridging the gap, get with families, I want to help with you. You know, can you help? Can you help? Can you help? And the church and a few pastors said, well, you know, I have, we have our mission and we have this for the youth. I'm not talking about the youth just in your church, sir. I'm talking about the youth of all. If we can figure out and realize that the problem is bigger than one church, the problem is bigger than one area, the problem is in every city and state, and if we can put aside our separate agendas and find ways to work together, oh, my gosh, it would be incredible. Indeed, indeed. And, but the beauty about that is that, is that it is possible. And, 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 no, and, and, and at a minimum, you stated some numbers before, millions of people across the country. At a minimum, there's a, at, at least a million of like-minded people. And so, so therein, and within that number, within those, those numbers, is where I find my hope. And, 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 and I believe that there's at least a million people ready to move now, as you say. And so, so, so that they're there, we gotta find them, and that's one of the reasons why I do what I do, and that's one of the reasons why I created this podcast, one of the reasons why I wanted this platform. Um, it's, 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 it's to not only get the message out, uh, not only to make sure that, that, that your, your voice and all everybody's voices about mass incarceration is heard, but to bring like-minded people together. Um, so hopefully we can. Sister, you got a fierce mind and a fierce spirit, and it was, it, it's, it's been a pleasure to hear, and your energy is phenomenal. Um, I, I, and it, it, so you know, you have a friend in me. Um, so, so whatever, whatever you want to do, whenever you want to speak again, I invite you back. We can have another uh, conversation. Um, but it's been a pleasure talking to you. So let me, let, you got 20 minutes, and I, I, unfortunately, I got a feeling that we could have had this conversation for a very long time. Okay. No doubt, no, no doubt. So, huh? I said, no problem, no problem that I understand. No doubt. Hey, so, so thank you. Thank you again. I'm, but I, 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 would like, I would like to invite you back now um, so we get together another time and we have another discussion um, in the future, I hope. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, that's what I'm here for. It's definitely a pleasure, and I'm very thankful for platforms like yours to be able to share information. And this is just a start. As long as we work together, there's nothing we truly can't do. Some people spend a whole lot of time talking and writing yeah. goals and making everything yeah. look beautiful, et cetera, et cetera. I'm about yeah. action. I'm about hitting yeah. the street, getting things done. I'm tired of talking. So anyone that's listening yeah. that's about action, about getting things done, really helping people, if you believe people deserve another chance, Let's talk immediately. And we're not waiting until tomorrow what we can do today, what we can do right now. Indeed, 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 indeed. Again, um, you definitely have an ally in me. Uh, we on the same page. Progressing progress, that's what it's all about here, 1,000%. Uh, thank you again. Absolutely. Taking, thank you again for taking the thank time. Thank you, sir. <laughs> uh, this is Dante. <laughs> this is Dante signing off with the Incarcerated U.S. Podcast, the place where all of our voices can come together. Right, the caller has hung up. Number.